and welcome to the Craft of Living Bites episodes in where I share practical suggestion, advice, strategies connected with the craft of living in a bite size format. So today I want to talk ever so briefly about one of the most important topics that you can actually think of, and that is New Year's Eve resolutions. Now you might be surprised to hear that, no? Why, why would someone think that New Year's Eve resolutions are important? Isn't this something that we regularly spoof and make fun about, given the fact that most of our resolutions never really see the light of the day, or perhaps they see a little bit of the day in terms of us being able to do them for a day or two, a couple of weeks, but then eventually by the time February comes or March comes, we not only have not put them into practice, but very often have even forgotten about them. So in the next couple of weeks, I want to take on this challenge and to try to not only make a point, not only make an argument as to why this is a topic worth your consideration, but also to give some practical advice and some practical strategies. So let me give you right now today just a couple of bullet points as to why I think that this is a central topic. Number one, as stated in previous episodes, I really believe in life's turning moments, moments in which we feel inspired to change. They don't come very often. They come sometimes as a result of a tragedy or perhaps we are inspired by some speaker or some insight that happens for some reason. And, and those are moments that are very important to gra grab onto, right? Those are steerings of the soul that we should not take lightly. And the reason I like New Year's resolutions is because we usually do them at a point in the year, during the year, where we are predisposed to reflect upon life. We don't even, you know, do it because we plan it. It's just kind of natural for us to think about the new year and who we could be and how we can turn life around. And while I don't believe that just intentions will help us, as I will say in a moment, I do believe, on the other hand, that we should really make use of that spark in intentionality and kind of spark in the desire to make choices and changes in our life. Uh, so that, that's one reason. Uh, point number two, the second bullet point. When you think about New Year's resolutions, you see actually as a backdrop a clash between two major approaches in psychology. This is going to be very, very simplified. But on the one hand, you have behaviorism, right? This idea that we human beings are simply following certain stimuli and we're responding to these stimuli. The cognition doesn't play any role in this. As a matter of fact, during the heydays of behaviorism, um, where, of course, B.F. Skinner was the major proponent of that. Any reference to this idea that somehow we are driven by conscious choice 
was basically relegated to a ghost in a machine kind of thing, right? People were kind of not taking it seriously. But then came the backlash against that and cognitive psychology uh, really displaced the dominance of behaviorism by focusing way, way more, not way more, but drastically more on agency, on such issues as intentions and willpower and thinking good thoughts, which then will lead us to good actions. And I believe that the result actually is sometimes we have these two different extremes and the good result would be to bring these things together. Yes, it is true that choices are important, intentions are important, decisions are important, but we must not neglect the fact that much of our acting that happens is on the level of automaticity. As many scientists have shown, such as Wendy Wood, uh, most of our actions during the day, or a good number of our actions and behavior during the day, is really on this automatic level. They are speculating that between 40 to 50% of things of what you do is merely habitual acting, things that you never ever think about. So how does this relate to New Year's resolutions? Well, I believe that if you make the mistake by having these great ideals, by being tricked into thinking that because you find yourself in a certain, at a certain point in the calendar year, which leads to a spike in your motivational energy, if you believe that, that that will somehow then lead to results, you're going to fail. It's not going to happen because your negative habits, your way of living uh, is going to undermine all the best decisions. On the other hand, you cannot really make important choices if those choices or changes, let me put it that way, that supposedly then need to become part of just your automatic action and thinking, unless they are driven with certain convictions. Now, of course, you will develop habits, whether you have convictions or not. But if we think about habits, automatic acts, automatic thoughts that are aligned with our values, well, that will certainly not ha happen if you do not think about and reflect on who you are and who you need to become. So I believe that proper New Year's resolutions happen. They're effective if you bring these two polarities together. The polarity of vision and inspiration and a certain willpower that gets you going, certain values that you put on the table, that's very important, but then also understanding what is it that often leads us to fail to implement these things that we visualize about, or on the other hand, helps us articulating, not just articulating, but embodying 
and living out our deepest commitments. So these two aspects of our human selves, which actually operate on a very different circuitry. For instance, this, this first one, that the willpower aspect, the agency aspect, the cognitive aspect, often operates on the principle of pleasure and, and pain, right? On activates this kind of reward system within us, right? Habits, on the other hand, they don't operate on that at all. They, they operate in a completely different circuitry. So very often then you can see this, like people who just start running, they're motivated by these sort of expectations of, of pleasure, these kind of reward systems. And when they don't materialize, they very often give up. Experienced runners, experienced athletes, people who do just exercise every day the same way they do brushing their teeth, they do not operate on the reward system. Right? They have a completely different set of expectations, and many studies have shown that is the case. So that is what New Year's resolutions can help us think about, about these two different polarities. And number three, and that is something I already mentioned. I think that as we are entering the end of the year, we could do this at any point, but naturally when December comes, end of the year, we are more predisposed to think about our lives. And by the way, so we are as well when we are on vacation, right? I mean, you find yourself on a beach or in a different environment, very naturally, we are motivated to change our life and our lives. And I believe that we should grab on these moments, as I have already said. So since that is the case, this is an invitation for us, perhaps to engage in some acts of mindfulness, perhaps to remind ourselves, well, what was it that I tried to do last year and this year or last year and the year before, and then that I did not put into practice. Why is it that that happened? What did I do wrong? Did I have just certain ideals or ideas and actually got all the pleasure up front? Right? And then when difficult moments came, I gave up. Why did I give up? Give up. So I would say then, then the third benefit of New Year's Eve resolutions, if they're done properly, that they're leading us to a higher sphere of mindfulness. Mindfulness both about our weaknesses, mindfulness about failed strategies, which might include unrealistic goals or misunderstanding of how to acquire proper habits, that kind of mindfulness. And mindfulness also just generally about where we are in life, about the fact that we are approaching uh, the end of life, uh, some of us sooner, uh, some of us perhaps later, but time is passing by. And perhaps just if we could have a greater awareness of this amazing, precious gift called time that we have, if that is what we can become aware of, then I would say that New Year's Eve resolutions are really significant and can really have a deep existential force for change. So 
these are my thoughts on this topic. And then, as I mentioned, in the coming weeks, I will try to unpack this more by giving some specific advice, lessons learned kind of a thing. And hopefully then, with the hope that I can go into this new year, both inspired, but also with some better strategies and tools in hand. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, goodbye.